welcome to the Disc Course, the podcast where we ask, just what are the rules of bridge anyway? Uh, as always, I'm your host, Holly, and joining me is Mark. Hi. Uh, Julie. Hello. And Jess. Hello. This week we read the second quarter of The Light Fantastic, um, and a bunch of a bunch of things happened to our fun little, funny little wizard friend. Uh-huh. <laughs> I forget how we opened this show. (laughs) You're doing amazing. (laughs) Just remember, Holly, give it 200%. Yeah. 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 Never less than 200%. Holly, we know this is your first time hosting a podcast. It's okay. I I definitely haven't been hosting podcasts for most of the last four years of my life. But yeah, I guess we just uh, go straight into this, huh? Um, that's how the, that's how we do, right? <laughs> oh no, you're the host. Sure. Listen, yeah, we do it however you want to do it, Molly. All right. Well, this week we read from page eighty-two to one hundred and thirty-seven of the Light Fantastic, and we open on Tri- Trimon had just uh, done Rincewind's horoscope to find out where he was, and he learned he was with the Druids, and then we cut to him with the Druids. Um, <laughs> well, specifically, we find out. Uh, boy, howdy! I hope you don't make some druids mad in about ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. They're they're doing a ceremony to make the computer work, as we as we've all done, uh-huh. as as I did before this show. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need did... to restart your computer, but you did because I... you did need to. <laughs> Listen, I moved it two inches. Um, so yes, I needed to restart it because yeah. typically, if I move it two inches, it decides it doesn't want internet anymore. Yeah. Fair. If you don't, if you don't restart it, you'll have to do a blood ritual in ten minutes. Exactly, and I, just, I don't feel like doing that today. You know. Yeah. First, uh, Rincewind. Um, Rincewind gets extraordinarily homesick for Ankh Pork. Rincewind's having a normal one. <laughs> having yeah. a normal. And also, they they mentioned that um, it's probably mostly rebuilt by now. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Be, I, I really like the line about how like, oh, the city has fires all the time, and they just get right back to rebuilding it with the driest fucking wooden land. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's like it's like when they have like grasslands where they just regularly have wildfires. Yeah. It's part. Of, it's part of the natural cycle. Ah, uh, yes, I live they in Australia. It with the local materials of, of <laughs> highly flammable tar. tar and the driest wood around. Yeah. Listen, listen, I know we live on a fucking silt plane, but it's traditional to have screen floor doors. <laughs> screen yeah. door floors, sorry. Good good job. <laughs> um, but so, Two Flower is like, oh, I've always wanted to see a d- real druidic ceremony. It's going to be so exciting. What's it's going to be so, so folksy. <laughs> yeah. Two Flower has found Great. himself in the middle of midsummer. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, okay, I, I thought, I thought like, like connecting to nature, they could just uh, stab some berries and. <laughs> yeah, I thought this would be a lot more like Woodstock. <laughs> he describes um, the Agatian Empire's holy men as ascetics who uh, just carry around begging bowls, and Rift was like, "Oh, for the blood, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to carry the blood in, you know." It turns out. Uh, to- <laughs> Turns out fucking druids are similar to wizards in that we could do it this way, but we don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I I love, like, 
uh, two flowers description. He's like, oh, you know, they're just like nice men. They th- they think about religion and they. They're they... a funny. Wi- you're a funny wizard. They're a funny wizard. <laughs> yeah, and then like Rincewind's just like that sounds fucking stupid. Where's the, where's where do they keep their knives? Yeah, where's <laughs> listen. Your priests sound like a load of bullshit to me. Your priests no, sound yeah. like nerds. How do you sound like they kill people. How do you appe- how do you appease the gods like that? Yeah. <laughs> what god's gonna be impressed by that, loser? Come on. But Rince- Rincewind goes into a fugue state where the spells yell at him a little bit again. Yes. <laughs> um, and then when he snaps out of it, two flowers walking towards Druid. So it's like, now see here, sirs. <laughs> I. Two Flower is like one of those people who would really love to go back and live in the fifties. Yeah, I was born in the wrong decade. <laughs> Two Flower is one of those like white people who goes to like another country. Is like, wow, I can't believe you you can't all just like practice veganism. Come on, like, yeah. yeah. Honest Why to God. do you have to hunt the seals in you? It. <laughs> He's about to go like, well, actually, all these druids. <laughs> yeah. Haven't haven't exactly. you people heard of quinoa? <laughs> <laughs> We did until uh, we had to start selling it to your white ass. <laughs> yeah, so this is where we meet Cohen. Um, he's a he honestly he's not that far off from where he gets later. Like he sort of softens a bit in later books, but we he's see just... that. I think we're seeing that a little bit at the end of this reading. Even yeah, he's starting yeah. to soften up. But but like he's just like what the fuck is your first of all he's. He doesn't. He he asks what two flowers doing, but he says it like dish because he doesn't have teeth. Yeah, please, he yeah. has a Sean Connery voice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, specifically, the he, he two flower finds out that they're about to sacrifice a young lady, and he's like, "Oh no, that can't that can't possibly be right." But that's illegal. <laughs> yeah. You can't murder anyone. That's against the law. I, I had a minor. Uh, disagreement with someone on a fan discord because they're 17 and they didn't believe the gender pay gap didn't exist because you can't pay people different amounts that's illegal <laughs> right yeah Ooh. and everyone everyone nice. was just like oh kid please read a book <laughs> two flowers like mm, i just have to say something i'm sure i'm sure they'll reconsider if i just ask them <laughs> have you considered what you're doing is wrong if i yeah. were a druid i simply wouldn't sacrifice the virgin <laughs> I, like, I I do like the the line that um, Rincewind has in his inner monologue, where it's like he knew Rincewind didn't merely see the world through rose tinted glasses, but through rose tinted eyes, rose tinted ears, and a rose tinted brain. It's, it's yes. great. It's great. Like like Rincewind telling um, to Flower that the priests are going to kill this girl is breaking him. He's like, why? But wouldn't that But wouldn't killing her hurt her? Yeah. People (laughs) die when they're killed. I will simply explain that killing people is bad. (laughs) Then they will see my way. Yeah. Yeah. When Cohen gets there, he says, Don't tell, don't say anything, just tell me what your idiot friend is doing. And Rincewood is immediately just pointing out, like, um, If I can't say anything, how can I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's such a shit. Yeah. I literally, Cohen has him, like, held at knife point. Like, he has, like, a knife to his throat, and he's just like, 
I don't know what's going on, but I don't like it. Well, if I'm and not supposed to say... <laughs> or, yeah, Rincewind's like, mm, well, how am I supposed to talk to you if you have a knife to my throat and you don't want me to talk? Rincewind's fucking me when I was, like, 12. Like. <laughs> yeah. Rincewind is me every time uh, Mark says, good night, see you tomorrow, and I go, uh, it's uh, one thirty in the morning. Uh, you'll see me later this morning. Oh. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, okay. See, okay. see, now I'm one of those, what if I die overnight people? <laughs> <laughs> What if one of us dies and then no, you don't? Yeah. You might wake up then tomorrow. <laughs> boogeyman or boogeyman in the woods. God. You, I just, you, I literally saw you retweet that screen cap today and say, boy, that, that's very important to our podcasting. I, re- I retweeted it to the official Loop on Lottery account. Good. I'm glad to make it onto our official account. Um, but I do like how Rincewind doesn't know it's Cohen, an old man, um, but he does describe this skinny old man as, um, having a body like a bunch of coat hangers and smelling of peppermints. Ooh. It's great. Yeah. Ooh, Shoddy got a body like coat hangers. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a great... I... Ooh, he thin. <laughs> with two N's. <laughs> You know, like, the universal sign for, like, curvy you do with your hands? Imagine that by doing the shape of a coat hanger, like. Yeah. We're not talking about this or this. We're talking about this. (laughs) Okay, so I'm imagining doing that, but, like, you hold your hands at, like, a 90-degree angle with, like, your fingers bent. Yeah. (laughs) God. Oh, man, Shoddy's built like a squat beaker. I love the description of him, though, where it's just like, oh, yeah, he's just, he's weirdly thin. He has a beard that's, like, down to his knees. Described as spry. (laughs) Yeah, he looks like he's about to fall over at any moment. And he's wearing, like, a leather thong. He's wearing a leather thong and boots that are too big for his goddamn feet. (laughs) Patchett has a way of describing certain people where you can hear what they look like. I can hear Cohen creaking all of the time. Nice. Oh, yeah. I feel that. And he has no teeth, is the other thing. That's why he's lisping. Yeah. His fighting style is also different in this book than in later books, because in this book, he's just still really fast and strong. Right. He's still very... He still just starts killing all the priests. In in later books, he'd still be able to do this, but he'd be, like, sort of nonchalantly walking around while everyone else is just not hitting him somehow. <laughs> I was going to say, my favorite detail of this scene is when they notice that the moon does rise as part of, like, the ritual is supposed to, but it's, like, slightly to the right of where the stones are lined up. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> some, some line, like, um, with complete, with, um, in accordance with the laws of dr- dr- dramatics, but uh, completely ignoring the laws of computing science, the moon rose over there. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Holly, do we get to see the druids again, or is this the last time we see druids? Mm. We get standing stones and stuff again. I'm not sure if we ever get druids. Uh-huh. Oh, but I love druids. What I was going to say was, um, Julie, mm-hmm. uh, so, like, the Discworld books, like, they go on a timeline. Yeah. Like, they don't basically all happen at once. No. And my esti- my estimate, based on early book um, moving pictures, where Ponder Stibbins is still a student, Yeah. and, like, late book where he's a faculty member starting to get worry lines and gray hairs yeah keeping keeping in mind he is doing all of the administrative duties of the university 
I'd say 15, 20 years pass between early Discworld and late Discworld, maybe. That honestly tracks as well, just because of, like, the timeline of Susan as well, in the Death Books. Like, she she goes from very much, uh, like, senior high school equivalent to, like, young young teacher, essentially. I was gonna say young Sam is born in Nightwatch, and he's like six or seven by Snuff. Yeah, it kind of just depends on which books you're reading, and like... Anyway, my point is that Cohen the Barbarian is 87 in this book, and he's still alive at the end of the story. Oh, yeah, no. years later. <laughs> yeah, like, Cohen's Good still going, buddy. <laughs> 110-year-old motherfucker. Is Death just too afraid to collect? Good for him. <laughs> no, I, think, I think Death is very much just, like, watching Cohen the Barbarian expire, like, people waiting for Coronation Street to end. Like, it's gonna happen soon, right? Like, it yeah. can't keep going. How do we know? How do we know when it's over? Cohen Co- Co- the Barbarian, Cohen the Barbarian to death is like One Piece to manga fans. I'm like, uh, it's just like I, I have a new theory. Uh, Cohen at some point, because we see that like you can enter the astral plane pretty easily. Um, oh. if you know this, um, horsewoman, he went in and stole his lifetimer. Ooh. Yeah, that'll do it. Honestly, that's interesting. Mm. Cohen said he was halfway through his life ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he just flips. He just he just flips over his um. He, he flips over the timer. his timer every now and then. <laughs> but so, so Rincewind is trying to save this sacrifice lady. He has a knife that Cohen gave him, and he's just sort of like try, trying to hold it without bringing attention to himself. He's <laughs> standing awkwardly with this knife. Yeah. And two, two Flowers like, no, I refuse to leave without saving this lady. And... Um, she's not having it. She's like, no. Oh, she was very God. excited to be sacrificed. They don't say it, but like, it's like she has. She's a virgin sacrifice. She's just like, I've been fucking staying in every goddamn <laughs> night for my whole life. Yeah, yeah. She she has a good line where she's like, I'm supposed to be drinking mead out of a silver bowl with the moon goddess right now. <laughs> Damn. So she's fucking pissed, and they're like, too bad. <laughs> We're saving you anyway. <laughs> and this is where like. Um, Rincewind like ducks to avoid a sickle, and it just hits two flower off the dome. Yeah, just bonks him and knocks him. <laughs> Which out. is fu- funny at the time, but also he has been poisoned. Yes, he he fucking has like anti gravity poison in him. <laughs> he yeah. just doesn't weigh anything now. <laughs> Which is good because um, Rincewind is the one who has to carry him, and the the woman has to carry um. Cohen. Cohen, because, because he, his leg, his leg he starts. Hurt. He starts, but then throws out all of his bones in his back. Mm. Yeah, he he is me um, when we tried to record last episode three weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they make their way out to Cohen's horse and they escape. Yeah, they just sit by a fire, and Cohen's like, "What's wrong with your friend?" And uh, Rinsu was like, "Fuck if I know, my dude." Yeah, he's like, "I don't, I don't think he's dead, but he seems pretty dead." He's not my friend. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tourist he's not my friend yeah Rincewood's like hey is he dead and uh, I do like the fucking description of all of his emotions vying for supremacy and it Ooh. starts with it starts with relief and then shame just sort of like slinks in same yeah. mm-hmm. his mood. first response to two flower maybe being dead is oh fuck thank god <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Loss is in there, but it's the, like the last one. He's like, oh, shock, shock, bewilderment, terror, and loss started a fight. 
And then Which ended only when in. Shame slunk yeah. in from next door to see what the row was about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's extremely good. Um, I like that uh, Cohen, Cohen is like, yeah, I'm 87. You know, I've had 80 years in the business, so he did yeah. start Barbarian in when he was seven. Oh, yeah. I gotta start that. him early. I mean, I can believe that, frankly. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I also can. Young entrepreneur in the Barbarian industry. <laughs> What do you what do you guys think is the seven year old level equivalent of barbarianing? Um, you have a small knife and you So some your friend's lunch money is stolen and you slaughter the cat of the bull. No! <laughs> oh, oh god. Oh Jesus. Oh, see I was gonna would... say you engage in a lot of that um a lot of the like pushing a kid over and then your friend is kneeling behind them so they flip over your friend and they like yeah. really take a tumble i say you do a lot of that that's what i say. I'm, i imagine it's a lot of like playing with sticks like they're swords that too sure but then you also do like... kill somebody with the stick yes, yes you do have they, to kill they them. are sharp sticks <laughs> <laughs> speaks <laughs> speak softly and carry a very sharp stick the barbarian motto. Ah, yes, the barbarian mm. motto. Sticks and stones may, be, may break my bones. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Cohen's like, I know, I know, I know a girl. I can, uh, I can get your friend back. Um, and then we cut to a group of wizards who are just like, I can't fucking see anything. Explode a snowball for me, Chauncey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I can't fucking see anything because your flare blinded me, you idiot. Yeah. So this is the search party that's all looking for Rincewind because they want to get the spell out of his head, as a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the idea that, like, a wizard can just toss any old thing up in the air and, like, magically explode it. So they're all standing around complaining, and then they get fucking blindsided by the luggage. Yeah. I, I like to imagine there's just... Like, the biggest reason I want to try a Yakuza game on PC is to see if I can mod in, like, instead of people going, like, whoa... Whenever Kiryu runs into them, it's just bowling pins out. No, you gotta take out the entire Majima Everywhere system, it's just the luggage. <laughs> yeah, oh god! Replace everyone's oh texture with Majima. <laughs> Here's the luggage just fooling you into drinking, like, um, 40,000 yen worth of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this scene is it building up speed in order to break into Death's Domain. <laughs> like, it's like... You have to reach the speed of light to, like, yeah, break like through. Yeah, like fucking the DeLorean or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but then they're in a yurt. Um, it smells of horse. And they're they're meeting a necromancer. I love, um, what's necromance? <laughs> yeah. Her name caught, is Beth. Caught in a necromance. Right? <laughs> Bethan, yeah. yeah. Like Bethany, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I wish there was, like a point to her that wasn't just horny virgin because now that she's not a sacrifice she's very horny um Chris. and i i don't appreciate that terry there's a character introduced at the end of this section and i'm very disappointed to announce no lesbians no lesbians in this book i'm sorry i'm disappointed but not surprised yeah yeah, yeah. this necromancer she's like a member of the uh the horse tribes of the hubland Yep. And mm-hmm. every everything in her little yurt is just made out of horse stuff. Fuck it. I just read horse... 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 It, horse it, can't, it can't be pronounced because it's horned... Horned... 
fuck. Horse d'oeuvres. Hor- hors hors horse divorce, yeah. <laughs> yeah, horse divorce. And a thin, be- a thin beer that Rincewind didn't want to speculate about. Horse piss. <laughs> you get, it's horse, horse piss. piss. It's horse piss. Yeah. Yeah. It's, horse uh-huh. piss. Mm-hmm. it's horse piss. Um, horse divorce. Um. <laughs> but yeah, this is... Um, the lady does a fucking tarot reading. Um, but they spell it uh, C-A... C A R O C, so like it's Caro? it's Caro, like yeah. I I think that's funny. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I oh, I love and by love I mean hate. Um, the the big wizard sexism hours. Yes. Yeah. It's ve- It fits very well. <laughs> it like it does, but I'm like, women can't do magic because they'd be good at it. <laughs> I like it more when we have actual witches to compare the wizards to because that's like sure. fucking exactly it. Yes. I exactly yeah. like I. Like, I, mean, I don't... They... Go ahead, Mark. I was gonna say, like, they kind of do it here because they're like, oh, like, you know, this woman who's part of the horse tribes does it because it's, like, she's not a part of that wizarding... Like, she can do magic because she's not part of the wizards. Yeah. Um, but... But, yeah, but all the wizards are just, like, too stupid to, like... Yeah, I... <laughs> See, so, like, um... The like when we get actual books of witches, you can see like the real comparison, and the real comparison is witches are more country doctors who occasionally responsibly use their magic, um, and wizards do not know how to use magic responsibly. So <laughs> wizards no. are just like dick swinging, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's all they're doing. They're they're just like obnoxious career people. It's kind of like the gendered gap between a cook and a chef. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. Like it's the point is made multiple times in other books, specifically guards guards. Magic is very hard. Um keeping magic from going really wrong is very hard, and that's what that's the purpose wizards serve. Um but anyway, uh she adds something to Rincewind's beer and he's like takes a sip and it's like, you know, this isn't half bad. <laughs> yeah. He just, just leaves just... his body. Yeah, his soul is just like, okay, bye. I like the... We we actually do get the perspective of everyone else when, like, they come back. Uh, he just fucking zones out for, like, half an hour, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something we should also mention. Uh, the red, the new red star that has risen in the sky oh, yeah, is a, now. a thing. And it's and slowly creeping toward... Yeah, it's creeping toward the disc. And now every time it's night... Everything's just slightly red and ominous. And also all the Karo cards are wrong. Oh, yeah. All the, like, pictures on the Karo cards are, like, slightly changed now because there's a new star. The card for death has the red sun in the sky and also the luggage is there. (laughs) Yes. I love it. Uh, There's, like, they draw the car for the star, but it's just the the new red star. It's just very ominous. That would be genuinely fucked. Like... That's something I feel like a not enough horror stories actually do of like, oh, like reality is actually changing to fit this new reality. Fuck. This is that this is that tweet that's like yeah. um a tarot card reader flips over card and it's a guy who looks just like being a hot air balloon hitting the, the telephone pole. <laughs> is that good? Yeah, hitting the power lines. <laughs> so is that one good? There's there's also another one I think where it's like I get a tarot card reading and every card is death. And <laughs> it's like, is that good? <laughs> and then it, I think that one might be the one that's like, you see, death doesn't actually mean death. It means, and then like, they flip the next card and it's the, oh shit, that's really bad card. 
like, oh shit, that's really bad. I'm still partial to a guy who looks exactly like me in the hot air balloon hits power lines. I'm just imagining yeah. in the old like, terror art style as well, and it's like... Oh my me god. Coming, me absolutely twisted, buying a bunch of swords. Me regretting my sword purchase. Waking up the next morning in a room full of swords. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Rincewind is in Death's Domain now. Yeah, he's in he's in the Dark Realm. Before that, don't we get a little rundown on uh, uh, Tryhard has like a board meeting with all the the lads? <laughs> I like that you call him Tryhard. I mean, he is. He is like yeah. I call um, him, yeah, call him like I see him, Holly. I can't do nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's at the he's redone the fucking meeting room, and I like the line about uh, chairs that are look very comfortable until you've fucking sat in them. Oh god, that's every leather chair like that. If I had yeah. a dollar, I'd have so <laughs> many. I'd I'd have enough dollars to buy a comfortable chair. I'd yeah. ha- I'd buy a fucking gamer chair and bring it to my goddamn workplace. God, gamer chairs are like the weird like uh, like a flip side of that. Of this does not look comfortable. Wait, what? <laughs> right, wait, an old shitty ratty chair that you sit in. And you're like, oh, this actually rules. Yeah, I have a fucking UFO ch- like. A disc chair that I sat in to play video games in my bedroom at home for five fucking years, and it's right next to me now. It is the most comfortable thing in the world. <laughs> I love those disc chairs. Those things rule. Yeah. I wish I had um, one. You know what I really wanted as a kid? Um, those gaming chairs that are like no legs, they're just curved backs, and you can roll back and forth in them. Oh, yeah. God. Uh. I, anyway, yeah, Trimon is there, and he's talking to the six people who are still alive. Mm. Um, I there's a, I really like this bit here where they think about, they're like, so why don't we like Trimon exactly? He's like basically just like every other wizard, and they're like, oh, he makes everything more boring, and it sucks. He's like the <laughs> most boring dude alive. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, everything he does is just... Boring. He just takes all the fun and cool stuff out of magic and makes it a business, and it sucks. Yeah. I, there's a later line about um, them seeing him as a young man on the rise, and then it's like, well, I'm not sure how old he was, actually. His sparse hair was still black, and he had a waxy sheen to him that could be mistaken for youthful vigor. <laughs> yeah. So this motherfucker is... He's young in comparison to the wizards. This motherfucker's closer to 50 than he is to 40. Yeah, he's gotta be like 60. <laughs> yeah, I I love that. Of course, this is a, this is a, wizards on the Discworld regularly live to be like hundred and thirty. So exactly, that's why I said sixty because you know. Yeah, this we this is where we learn that gender is meaningless. Yeah, I read that part. Loving it. Read that part like big mood. My favorite <laughs> thing that I've ever read. You know. I took a picture of it and posted it on Twitter. Exactly. No. What's a gender good for? Oh, causing dysphoria, mostly, actually. <laughs> what, what is a gender? A miserable pile of secrets. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. God. It's an agenda, Jiglad. Jiglad <laughs> work. Jiglad? <laughs> I'm sorry, I must have pronounced it another way. No. <laughs> I... I actually, this happens a lot. I read it fast, and I heard, I read Jigald, which is slightly less extremely funny to listen. God. It's an agenda, Jiglad, said Trimon patiently. And what does a gender do? Yeah. It's just a list of things we have to discuss. 
This is like I imagine that being said like fucking uh, Monty Python fake American accent from uh, that one, <laughs> like the big American company. Next item on the agenda: yeah. <laughs> the meaning of life. God, I I just love all the little things. Like the, all the wizards are like, complaining because like Triman's changing everything to make it just like an office meeting. <laughs> Where's where's the fucking big chair he used to sit in? It's like I fucking burned it. No real wizard needs that. Guy yeah. who has a bigger, fancier chair. The fuck they don't <laughs> Yeah. I love that Triman's like these are much more ergonomic, basically. <laughs> like He's like, that piece of shit old chair didn't actually do anything magic and they're like, What? These are the fucking chairs from that episode of The Simpsons where like I think it's I think it's a Bart skip school episode and like the, the just the fucking posture fixing. Oh whatever. yeah. It's like oh. the curve back that presses you into the desk. Mr. Trivon, I can't feel the left oh, side of my God. body. <laughs> These are designed to eliminate slouching by the year twenty twenty five. Oh we're getting there. <laughs> Uh, adult... I'm slouching so bad right now. My... Don't tell anybody how I'm sitting. Like, I cannot My describe. spine's an ampersand. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got one leg over one arm of my chair, the other one's just kind of, like, sticking out in the opposite direction. <laughs> we, we got a chair with a back in it, and no part of my body is, like, connecting with it. God. I, um, not to, to derail us completely, although I'm going to, but, um, <laughs> my my other friends did a, a show about they did a podcast about uh, the old Cartoon Network show Code Lyoko and there were always <laughs> shots of the kids in that show not sitting correctly so every uh-huh. time I was on that show I was like none of these kids are straight <laughs> look at the way that they <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say these are, these are all gay children yeah. these are all gay children um, and the one the one straight man on that show was always like, what are you talking about? And so we had to explain <laughs> what we were talking about. Points, points, listen, I don't remember a damn thing about that show, but points at odd. You look at that and tell me he's straight. They yeah. talked about that all the time, and I definitely wrote in emails being like, you can't tell me he's straight. Look, um, at, no. look, at, look at this child and tell me they're a cis. <laughs> Literally. Like, tell me this is a cis straight child. This is like... God. This is like when I've had to explain these things to like my friend who's the most average man alive. Uh, I love him to bits, but I had to explain what gatekeeping was to him because he's never ever heard of it or experienced yeah. it. Oh lord! I always think about that um <laughs> that, that that image that's um talking about gender with with trans people and it's you know Aristotle yeah. and Plato or whatever yeah. the fuck talking about gender with cis people yep. it's the fucking toddler <laughs> with the blocks I linked that I fuck like after for, for my 4th of July celebration which by the way um we had like a family zoom meeting and I was expecting literally any questions and no one said anything so that was nice um when it was just like us quote unquote kids we're all in our mid to late 20s um all the when cool just, kids. Yeah, when it was just us, um, I did post that fucking image, <laughs> and everyone fucking cracked up. Good, Aww. very good. Uh, yeah, I wrote I wrote a piece for a, a zine about uh, gender as related to like nature and, and this and that, and I had a friend of mine who was cis read it, because she has like an English degree, and she was asking me a bunch of questions. Um, uh-huh. She might listen to this. Hi, Molly. Um and so I was like, okay, some of this was helpful. I was like, you do have an English degree, so some of this was helpful. And then I had, you know, one of my non-binary friends read it. And they were like, no, yeah, I get this. I get this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And they were like, yes, this is great. Don't change a word of this. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool. I don't know. I, I knew she wouldn't get it, but I, like, fucking texted my mom about 
some realizations I had with regards to Jasper Steven universe. Um, oh God! <laughs> and I did, how I much like, did you like, tell hey, her? Is that sorry? What? What did you this is the first her? time. This is the first time I'm hearing about yeah, this. You, how much I did fuck, you tell her? I just her? fucking I fucking screen grabbed um, the fucking tweets I made. Okay. I was oh, gonna say okay. which I sorry the, which tweets? Yeah. Which, <laughs> which of your Jasper tweets did you screenshot and send to your mom? Taught me, taught me. Like what was it? You can't just say no. It was okay. So fucking 2015, Holly uh, saw Jasper in that fucking two part. It's like, oh my god, she's so pretty. I want to. She's Fitzpo. I want to have a physique just like hers. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And like my tweet just said, God, I was such a fucking egg. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but I, then wouldn't you have to explain the concept of an egg to yeah, your mother? Yeah, I did. Oh my goodness, I could never explain the concept of an egg. Actually, I, I, I easily <laughs> could. I don't want to. I did, but anyway. See, I could. Okay, my mom for, just good for you, Holly. Like I sound, I sound disparaging, but good, I, good for you. I could, I could yeah. explain the concept of an egg to my mom only because there's a Cantonese saying of calling someone a stupid egg. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Fair. Fair. That's useful. And I was just like, why that? And she's like, well, we all started it as eggs, so everyone comes from an egg. And it's like, you're just a stupid uh-huh. egg. Like, you have you have no concept of the world outside of yourself. You your dumb baby. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Yeah, it's just... You fucking infant. Yeah. Damn. Me, all the Rugrats are trans. They're all dumb babies. Makes you think. <laughs> I remember there was, uh, in the movie Fa- The Farewell, about everyone keeping, like, the Chinese grandmother from knowing about she has uh, her having cancer. There's like a lot of scenes in the movie of the grandmother just like playfully calling the main character, you know, oh, stupid child. And everyone's like, that's so rude. It's like, no, that's just how we talk to each other. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> that's just what it is. Yeah. Anyway, I explained to my mom what egg meant. That's it. <laughs> um, yeah, Trimon's just going on and like, um, yeah, we gotta, we, we gotta fucking talk about who we're gonna have succeed old uh, Spoldy, um, who died like a dumb bitch. He locked himself in an airtight box. <laughs> locked himself in a box and died. He calls out everyone because no one is able to find Rincewind. Oh yeah, and I love how everyone's yeah. like, oh it's so good. Oh, but but I sent demons and, and I looked into the mirror of oversight. Yeah, I hired a fucking hunter bitch. Dummies. And he's like, okay, I yeah. hired a fucking tracker. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, specifically, he's hired a hero, which all of the wizards hate. Yeah. So he's just like, yeah, I sent a fucking uh, barbarian to find Rincewind. And fucking women and semen don't mix ass. Like, you sent a barbarian? What? Mm. So yeah. when they said this, I at first I thought it was like, oh, did he send Cohen to go get yeah. Rincewind? And, and, but then, yeah, yeah I for, thought, a for a second, we we got the introduction yeah. of Herena, the henna-haired, uh, very good, Marian, yeah, um, it's very stupid. I love it. And like, like they describe her as being dressed very sensibly in like oh, yeah. male stuff, and then like, there's eh, a bunch of guys who are gonna die in a couple pages. Well, then they can be wearing leather. They if can you be want. wearing leather if you want. Yeah, <laughs> it's. I like the way that they're they're like. If you squinted and she had a bath and was wearing something flattering, she would probably be. She would probably look okay, but she wasn't. Mm. Okay, I'm. St- I. Terry has has not yet shown me that he can write a woman like he, this, this, that yeah. isn't like a joke. Like no, no, yeah, he, he has not proven himself as a competent writer of woman. 
So this is book two, admittedly. I know. Like, I I will yeah. say by like book five, it is better. But it's like oh, oh boy, <laughs> book oh book five is is that one weird sisters or is that guards guards? Oh, I forget. Oh god, I, I was kind definitely of... by the first proper witches book. Yeah. But okay. still, you're right. He can't actually write women right now. Like he, he'll in, yeah. he'll introduce a woman for like two fucking pages, and then she's gone for no reason. And I'm like, okay. I very much feel like Herena is Terry kind of trying to at, like be way too much of an ally in his description here of like, oh, okay, yeah. my last description wasn't that great of a woman, uh, a major female <laughs> character. What if I go the opposite direction, Terry? I am looking respectfully, Pratchett. <laughs> yeah, it's a little woke. I, I, I will say I remember reading about some like in the eighties some like feminist book critic when she heard that a man wrote Equal Rights the third book she's like no that can't be fucking right a man couldn't have written <laughs> a woman fake. like this mm. okay well maybe, maybe yeah. it's good in the next yeah. book but I just we've met like five women and none of them are more than a, a dimension I will say that um, definitely by Equal Rights and especially Mort uh, which is the fourth book. He writes female characters as the just characters, which I feel... He, yeah, I mean, yeah. Equal Rights is 80% women dialogue by volume, so... I, I okay. think he he just needed to learn the very basic lesson of write a character first and then maybe ascribe a gender if it's actually important. <laughs> but yeah, they, we go back to Rincewind. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I like the... Before we go on, um, I like the the brief couple paragraphs we get about how warriors and wizards, like... Fuck! They're doing like fucking the 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 incel in the Chad like stuff. Where it's like, <laughs> yeah. where do you, where oh, do you work yeah. out? The library. Like <laughs> they're doing yeah. that shit. It's it's fantasy jocks versus fantasy nerds. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're gay. No, you're gay. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what about all those studded collared and oiled young muscles down at the the men's pagan association? <laughs> like. Okay. I love I love the Young Men's Pagan Association. It's very hey, good. He when, does that joke again. Holly, when, do, like when the, else do we get to see the Young Men's Pagan Association? <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a different thing. It's like the fucking Young Men's Cthulhu Association or some Sign bullshit. Sign me but up. It's just, it is yeah. just fucking the YMCA. <laughs> good. Excellent. Good. Like, it's a place where you rent rooms when your vinyl huts levels are shady. You can get yourself clean. <laughs> you can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. <laughs> God. Uh, anyway, he's in he's in Death's Domain. Everything's black. Um, all black. Like everything. Big fucking portal of portal of souls. No, a vortal, a vortal of souls. Yeah. you're right. Poor, yeah. poor choice of. I said vortex of souls, <laughs> but portal. It, it vores all the souls, Holly. You're right. Oh yeah. God, no, Jesus Christ! You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I like the description uh, of um. Like all the the people's last words floating by him, I think that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's really fun. Hey, are you sure these are mushrooms? <laughs> oh, it's a great view if you lean over. Look at where you're pointing at, bud. Watch me do some cool shit. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it's just a scrap. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, I could totally be make fun. that. <laughs> What's the I'll word? Say he has like a little blue line around his ankle. Yeah, he's got a lifeline. Yeah. Yeah. This is the only thin Boo. blue line I respect. Spicy. Hot takes on this podcast. Fun. 
Very cool. Hot take, cops are bad. The hottest Damn. take around. Um, but yeah, the, he's just like in like this spooky zone where everything's like black swirling mist and just stone. Oh, I love that Sonic level, the spooky zone. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that Rod Serling show. <laughs> the spooky <laughs> zone. You're about Damn. to enter the spooky door. <laughs> Mark, yeah. how did you know the, the draft name for my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. I could have guessed that. <laughs> God, but uh, but the luggage is here, and it's like for the first time in Ridswin's experience, it seems like it doesn't know what to do. Yeah, and it also doesn't seem murderous. Yeah, I, yeah. That's something I really like, and that I like a lot of this. But like, I really like that. Like the two of them are friends right now. Where Ridswin's like, okay. Yeah, I love. After... I love. Sorry, I love the luggage just being like, mm, "Please take me to to flower." I don't know what's happening. Please, where what's... is to flower? Yeah. <laughs> Mister <really> Winswin, <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep doing this. I want. I want the luggage to sound like the uh, fucking. What's that dog in the airplane? Bah, what? Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, wisdom dog. Yeah, wisdom dog. I want. It was just like. Bah, bah, bah. I am unfamiliar with this. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like a Tumblr thing, it's like short that it, someone made. Uh, yeah, it's like it's by, Mark. It's by the same guy who did "Everyone Loves You." I know. Yes. Oh, I know. okay. Now I also the, don't think I know Tumblr that one thing. either. The oh Tumblr, boy. I okay. Well, we'll you're green with it. We're gonna make you watch it after we do this podcast. You. What I really like is that at the end of this book, when like uh, Two Flower fucking leaves the series until interesting times happens, um, he just gives the luggage to Rinswind. It's his now, but it's not any less um, homicidal, right? Because it's like you're not you're not my dad. I don't know you. <laughs> well, no, he Rinswind officially owns him now, and so the luggage is loyal to him. But it's just, I mean, it's just in duty, but not. It doesn't you know, like him. It, it's like, I guess you're in charge, but I don't have to like it. They become friends. It's fine. Um, so right now we come to Death's Cottage, which is just on yeah. like a little outcropping over an infinite void. Cottage core death! I... Cottage core death! <laughs> I, I do like how when he steps in and it's like a fucking mansion inside, he's like, of course it is. I would be insulted if it weren't much bigger inside. Yeah, like, duh. I love I'd, everything. Oh. Love it. And he sees all the horses. And he's yeah, very happy. the white one is Death's, and the others are his friends, War Famine and uh, Pestilence. Yes. Yeah. The, the horse mans. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not super characters here, but they do show up in a later book, and I really like them there. Yeah. Nice. All right. But yeah, this is where we meet Isabel, or a version of Isabel. We, we right. meet the Yandere v- prototype of her. Yeah, we meet the extreme, like, fucking... Y- Yen- Yandere simulator goth girl. I love this yeah. goth girl. Mm, sign me again, up. Again, not not a great woman character, maybe. <laughs> no, yeah. but again, by Mort, instantly better. I don't know what happened in the yeah. years. Fucking rules in Mort. From, I love her. From what I've read in Mort, she's much better. Nice. I love the sentence, though, like when when he turns around, he thinks he's yelling at the luggage, but it's it's Isabel. Um, <clears throat> right. And she's, it's... Uh, it was the kind of voice associated with beach umbrellas, suntan lotion, long cool drinks. Which implies she's like fucking some kind of like I'm it, it, that 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 gave me Valley Girl. Like yeah, that's what I'm that, imagining. That was bit, my definitely. first thought. But I I I do love the juxtaposition because this has been described as 
like a, a dark and cold place and she's got like this yeah. nice bright sunny voice i i love it yeah she's oh well you like the what um you're the first visitor we've had in forever <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, what's daddy, it like being daddy alive? Gets visitors. <laughs> Listen, it's just like me and daddy here, so like... Um... And I like how Rincewind like, starts to have a conversation before his brain like fucking kicks him. It's like, what the fuck? Wait, daddy? daddy? <laughs> right. I... Tall man, white bones. <laughs> if the eye sockets that him, yeah, it's just, she's like, yeah, he's, he hasn't got much going on for him in the looks department. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, yeah, it's really sad that everyone judges him for his looks. And the fact that his job is to collect souls. Um, yeah. But she does explain she is adopted. Yeah, He doesn't yes. meet any people socially, nor do I, actually. Like, it's really yeah. good. I get the sense that Isabel in this book is, like, really, like, tall and waifish sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe? I pictured her kind of short and waifish. I don't know. I forget what she's described as. And, but, like, waifish is the thing here. Like, she's super extremely, like, not that, like, in later books. Yeah. Sure. I mean, sure, she's Death's daughter. Yeah, later books, she's just sort of, like, a stuck-up little girl. Like That makes sense. She's fifth. She is the same age as Mort in Mort, but she acts like she's essentially double his age. Like, um, my father. Yeah, she uh, she's she tries to be like the lady of the house, so she's very like condescending. She rules. Um, but yeah, so Rincewind just sort of backs his way over to the door where Death. There's this big ass clock with a bunch of skulls carved into it, and Rincewind is like, mm, "Hate this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Love it. It's ticks and talks mock me." <laughs> <laughs> smug aura does mock him. Yeah, feels like it's counting down the seconds to my death. Don't like it. <laughs> like, I'm just imagining, like, it's the only, like, I don't know if you, you get, I have, like, a I'm not sure if it's it's I, when it, whenever there's no sound in an area, my ears ring. Oh, um, yeah. I have that going on with me. Yes. Yes. And I'm just imagining, like, these ticks and talks are loud enough to drown that out completely. <laughs> Wild. Just like as the tick is still echoing, you get the talk. Yeah. I, a friend of mine who went to music school had a professor say once, do you ever, like, leave a show, you go outside, and everything is completely, like, silent, and, like, you stand there and you marvel in the, the still silence of everything, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's your ears adjusting to the damage that they just received. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of how I am a weenie, and I never go to a concert without fucking... <laughs> earplugs. I mean, that's I what you should do. Yeah, that's yeah. not being a weenie, oh, yeah. that's being, like, reasonable. That's, you're Like, you're the only ones I don't put them in for are They Might Be Giants concerts, because they run a bit uh, quieter than Streetlight yeah. Manifesto. Mm. I, I have, I played a lot of music, like, in symphonic bands and stuff when I was in high school and college, and I have sound loss from being in concerts. Yeah. Yeah, I, same. I, I was not smart and responsible um i i got tinnitus now (laughs) listen my my dad and brother both make fun of me for bringing earplugs to concerts my dad can barely hear out of one ear because he saw the fucking who (laughs) as a teenager (laughs) and he stood near one of the speakers yeah i i wear them now because i go to a lot of like diy stuff which is like in people's homes but they still have like big speakers 
and I'm like, right. this scene, because the, the spe- speakers when you're a professional musician only come in that one size, so they only yeah, have yeah, the, the one size speaker, but this is somebody's living room. They, they only have the beginning of Back to the Future, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they only have those, so there's like two of those in this house, and I'm like, okay, but this is a dude's living room, we don't have to do this. Um, so like, I, I have to have them now when I go to all my DIY stuff, but like, yeah. you know. I think my family, half my family is like, really suffering from major hearing loss and that's it's like a recursive loop because we just keep talking louder and louder amongst each other like (laughs) yep i don't really have hearing problems but my family did that because my dad's method of talking if a conversation happened and one of them had to go up or downstairs dad didn't like follow them he oh, just no. started shouting oh no that was us <laughs> yeah. too um it's always the case one of my favorite stories is that when i was playing soccer as a little kid uh my mom would like drown out everyone else from the sidelines <laughs> and one day my older sister tried to match her in volume and the next day she woke up without a voice <laughs> yeah. damn oof Meanwhile, my mom totally fine. <laughs> just <laughs> your mom knows how to project. Then your your sister. Oh yeah, how to do it correctly. Oh yeah, my tiny five foot tall Chinese mom really can like throw her voice. Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like listen, it it ain't it ain't about your size. This is something I learned in my my years of outdoor theater. It's not about uh-huh. your size. It's about where your breath comes from. Oh yeah, <laughs> you could. I I learned how to fill a whole space with my breath. Like that's why I'm at two hundred percent. Two hundred percent volume. We we basically Rincewind sort of inches his way over to the room where death is, with pestilence and war and famine, and two flowers teaching them how to play a game that remains unnamed, but it's bridge. It's br- they te- he's teaching them bridge, and Terry Pratchett is making fun of people I who play bridge. Almost I really enjoyed this scene for a second. Oh yeah, I like at one point death's like, um, you say humans play this for fun. They only live like 80 or 90 years. How do they learn the fucking rules? <laughs> How do they have time for this? <laughs> Death turning towards the reader. Anyone who enjoys this stupid, terrible game is an idiot and I hate them. <laughs> Anyone yeah. who plays bridge is wasting their life. <laughs> Phew, glad I only played Warhammer 40,000. God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bullet dodged. I, I really enjoy the scene of just all of these like mythical figures and then fucking two flower just sitting there chatting with them and like teaching them how to play bridge <laughs> it's very cute and he's and two flowers just like you know i thought it would be like they have a lot of time so i figured you know they would just think it was fun yeah and they get they managed to get away like in part because all of the fucking uh riders the apocalypse are like no no let's we have time for one more game <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. god i love um like the description in this room were like it looks like it had been put together by an interior designer who had a headache and a craving for putting large hourglasses on every flat surface and also a lot of <laughs> large fat yellow extremely runny candles he wanted to get rid of um yes <laughs> this this is like a fucking dark souls looking office <laughs> yeah this is this is where grave lord nito does his taxes. <laughs> i'm it's a it's a similar thing like similar energy to like describing the gingerbread house as some mad whittler <laughs> yeah <laughs> was let loose yeah 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 um i also love uh like the description of like death is like this kind of like proud figure who's like 
he feels underappreciated, and he's like, he still used a scythe, he pointed out, while deaths of other worlds had long ago invested in combine harvesters. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good, and also they reference it in Reaper Man. <laughs> but, so, they, Rinswin starts to drag Two Flower out of the room, and Two Flower's like, oh, hey, my luggage, let me grab my fucking camera and take a picture <laughs> yeah. of the picture death's death. house! I gotta, take a, I gotta take a picture of this cool death clock that is slowly draining the life out of me. <laughs> let, me get a, let me get a selfie of the Grim Reaper, come on! <laughs> <laughs> I gotta do it for the gram, Rincewin. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And it's after after they escape, it's revealed later that apparently some sort of sanity filter is being put all over Rincewin and Two Flower. <laughs> right. Because what they see is not what is. Right. The the little goblin in the camera it, like paints it, and they're like, "What the fuck is this?" It's and like, he's like, what? "No, that's what it actually looks like." You guys, yeah. you guys have baby brain. The goblin does go. It's so fucking dark in here. It's gonna take like three minutes at f eight. No, it says yes. like it says like days or years at f eight. And as a photography it's nerd, a, it's, a, it's exaggerating. But yeah, as a photography nerd, I was like, ah, yes, I understand this perfectly. Yeah, <laughs> I I too have shot with medium exposure film. I'm not a photography nerd, but I like I got it. It's like a fucking big light exposure, and it needs a long time. Yeah, like, I get the basics of photos. Yeah. So they're doing this, and then Two Flowers like, "Also, what's going on? I don't know where I am." And <laughs> I like Ritzman just struggling to explain, like, "We're kind of dead, but not really. We have to leave." Oh, cool! Let me take a picture then. Yeah. And during the during this time, Isabel's like, "Oh, you think you're fucking leaving? <laughs> oh, I again. please be my friends because I'm so fucking lonely and bored." And she's like cutting. She's getting ready to cut the lifeline. Um, the fucking lifelines that they both got. Yeah, she has Death Scythe, and she's just, like, coming at them. And they're like, <laughs> oh no. Uh, this is where the luggage saves them, by just letting the scythe get buried in its fucking head. Yeah. Or lid, I guess, technically. Yeah, but it, like, clamps down on it and runs yeah. off. Yeah. That one, that's something that by Mort, um, Death Scythe is so sharp, it's kind of transparent, and it has a blue aura of of fucking oxygen atoms being cleft in twain hovering around nice. us. Yeah. And he has a holster for it. <laughs> There's a line in here that I like where it says like, uh, you know, one day when uh, Isabel had to take over, she'd probably be really good at it, but she's also she's fucking slightly deranged right now. <laughs> yeah, that's not a... She's not like that in Mort. Yeah. I just, I just like the description. Yeah, in, in Mort, uh, she's actually like, you know, my dad's never gonna need an apprentice. Why are you here? Dad's just, dad's just being, he's having one of his silly turns. <laughs> dad, dad just wants to play human for a bit. I don't know why. Like... Yeah, dad, dad spends a lot of time around humans, so sometimes he gets funny ideas. I see. Like he needs an apprentice. I really feel like we are, we are definitely getting the beginnings of that in here, especially with him just humoring too far. Yes. Be like, yeah, I'll play a card game. Let's learn it. Every every single death book is him having a mid-eternity crisis, <laughs> and it's really good, actually. Yeah, this is him like, oh, I need a kid. A kid will fix yeah. my problems. Saturdays like, oh. are made for dads. And dads, <laughs> of course. And dads, <laughs> Saturdays are made for death. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm going all the way down to the mortal plane on a Saturday. <laughs> a Saturday! <laughs> I do like I do like fucking middle aged dad death. I can't I can't believe I can't believe 
Saturday. No, wait, wait. I try, I'm trying to do like the combined fan art version that someone did. Saturdays are for saving the mortal realm from auditors. I can't believe I'm saving the mortal realms from auditors on a Saturday. Wow. <laughs> I'm imagining Death like doing the dad sleep, like in his study. In his chair. In his chair. <laughs> Isabel posting memes to fucking the disc net, like, dads brag about how little sleep they get. Dads five minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> I just God. imagine Isabel going up to like, hey, can I do this? Gosky mother. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, mm. <laughs> fucking Su- Susan comes in and it's like, hey, can I do this? Go ask your father. Oh, um, oh geez. Oh. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Ooh. God. Susan would never ask permission for death for anything. Yeah. yeah Death's the one asking Susan for permission yes. to do shit. Mostly by tricking her into doing shit, actually. Um, but, so, they get out of there, and the luggage follows them, and it still has a piece of Death's scythe stuck in it. They, yeah. They have to jump in the fucking void, is the thing. Yeah, and, there's, like, the yeah. big pit, and the lifeline is, like, leading down it, and they're just, and <laughs> Rincewind is, They like, pass by the fucking toys from Toy Story 3. Uh, <laughs> Rincewind's like, ah, oh, you fucking kidding me. Ugh. Yeah. Rincewind's very reluctant to do it, and then he's like, I guess, I guess there's nothing really worse than just being dead, so I guess yeah, I'll just do it. Yeah, it's like, wait a second. <laughs> I do need to, um, point out this line here. I don't know how to quote tweet on Discord, but I don't know the rules of bridge. But there's a line that just says, we've got time for another fondle, said death, and uh-huh. I do need to put that out into the world. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> L- listen, they're done playing bridge, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> this is Saturdays this is are just... made for dads and their orgies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Saturdays are made for Horsemen of the Apocalypse and their orgies. This is lo- Terry Pratchett this writing is... fan fiction about... The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. I mean, he did also write that book, and it's called Good Omens. <laughs> yeah, I need to true. say something. I need to say something. It's not sexy, but I did just have the thought, turn off the lights, feel the ribcage, guess if it's famine or death. That's it. That's no. all. No. Oh. I mean, that depends if there's skin on it. Like, You know what? Yeah, I just thought that. Yeah, if there's, if there's no Black. skin, that's death, baby. De- death, death <laughs> like, just stretches some silk over his bones. Ew. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm not gripping death. No, hold on. I got a question <laughs> now. Okay, let's hear. Does it have the word boner in it? <laughs> no. I was gonna say, if you had to fuck one of the four, four horsemen, which one would you pick? War, goddammit! Yeah, yeah. I'm willing okay. to go okay. for death. Right. <laughs> Mark, war is the only one who is not fucked up or diseased or a pile of bones or a pile of bones in a skin envelope. Yeah. <laughs> It's got to be either famine or death, or either war or death. And when he, when he shows up in, um, is it? Yeah, no, it's um, it's the thief of time. When he shows up again there, he's like fucking, uh, like fucking domestic life has softened him into not really being a war mm. person. Okay, good. All right, he marries a Valkyrie. It's really good. Ooh, uh-huh. okay. All right, all right, all right. Um. But yeah, I, so I do love me they... Daddy Cold War. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, I would pick Death for the record. Saturdays Cottage are Core are death, made for please. death. Hell yeah. Uh, 
Um, anyway, Rincewind and Two Flowers just sort of jolt back into their bodies, and Two Flowers somehow has his iconograph on his neck now. It followed him from his astral self. Damn, it was real. I love, um, we haven't talked about it. It was mentioned in the last reading, too, but, like, uh, Terry mentions in kind of the the narrative part, the, the whole ban that there was on... The poetry is banned on pain of pain. Yeah, poetry is banned on, on pain. Um, you, so I don't you know, better I, not fucking embellish anything or exactly. we will kill you. The, the fucking laws against against purple prose. For example, that a face had launched a thousand ships if they were able to produce the certified dockyard accounts. <laughs> or alternatively, she looks like a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Motherfucker, um, was I, it I, actually I, a shock of red hair or was it just kind of strawberry blonde? Let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just I love that. Like we didn't. I really like I really like the one also from last last time's reading where it's just like they can't say a bard can't sing about a hero who's who's revered throughout the land. Um, he has to add except in this hometown where some people thought he was kind of a jerk, and also all the people who don't know anything. It, about it. it feels like the thing nerds think they want of like I just wanted a completely objective review. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I pressed the A I want button. I Star Wars without any sounds in the battle scene. <laughs> no, you fucking don't, you dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> you want the embellishments, trust me. <laughs> yeah. There, uh, between them jumping into the void and waking up, there's also a little thing where... Oh, yeah, he's re- in the octopus. Yeah, yeah, he wakes up and he's talking with all the spells, and he just basically yells at them and is mean to them until they let him go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, first the spell the spells try to assert themselves, but then Two Flower and the fucking iconograph demon wake up, and they're like, hmm, can't take another picture with a bunch of black in it, boss. I lost that one. <laughs> but right. Rincewind just wishes he was somewhere else. Again, so hard he snaps out out of this book. <laughs> yeah, I do like he makes this ancient tome apologize to him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I fucking hate it here, and you guys suck. And they're all like, uh. Yeah, he he like yells at them because he's like, I could have been a fi- like a fine wizard, but you guys had to stick this big old spell in my head, and fuck you. <laughs> I could have been just your average, everyday, failed fucking wizard, yeah. but that wasn't good enough for some people. I could have just been some magic hobo with a floppy hat, but no. Yeah. <laughs> you had to give me astral significance, didn't you? <laughs> Thanks. Oh, I just had to be the disc's big fucking hero. Mm. Yeah. This is where we find out that the spells want Rincewind to like stay on the run for a little longer because... They don't want the you spell to, to be said spell, yet. Yeah. So like at the right time. Yeah. So apparently, if he gets into the hands of the wizards, they're going to do it too early and fuck it up. And then, I, yeah. And then this is when Ritzwin gets so homesick, he just wakes up back on the on the disc. You ever? T- yeah. This is the reverse of you ever hear a take so bad you go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you ever want to go home so bad you just wake the fuck up? This is this is the magic version of when you have a dream that you're waking up and then you wake up. <laughs> yeah. I once had a dream where I got so mad in the dream I woke up in real life. Uh-huh. I feel like that also happened to me once. That's the, I've started having the worst dreams, which is I have stress dreams about school, but no longer the student as a teacher now. Oh, oh my god, that's a nightmare. I, I dreamt I came into school as my usual substitute like role. I went to pick up my schedule, and it was all in Chinese. I was like, wait, oh no, oh god. wait, this is meant for someone else. Oh god, I'm going to miss roll call. Oh god, is there assembly today? Oh god. 
got you come in you come into school and your students are like are you ready for the test today <laughs> it's, a, uh, <laughs> it's like oh miss we're going to excursion right oh uh, yeah <laughs> god that's terrible that's awful i told my <laughs> i told my partner just the horror in his eyes i was like that's bad, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's one like two panel comic that somebody drew once where they were just like that like they wake up out of a dream and they're like, Oh god, I'm late for school and they're like, Oh wait, I haven't been in school in years and yeah. they lay back down <laughs> I'm and then they're like, I'm the teacher <laughs> All I can think of is the fucking Casey Greed Ah Fuck I truly hate being I alive. I truly hate being alive. I think about that all the time, Holly. How did you know? God. We we quote that all the time. I go through periods where I don't think about that a lot, and then sometimes I'm just like, ah. And then you have a bad morning, and you're like, all oh, right. And, and then you have two bad weeks, and that's all you can think about every day. God. Is how much you truly hate being alive. I if my friend had that comic and put it like on one of the notice boards in the teacher's lounge at the school I substituted at, they'd be pretty down with it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, f- fucking um, new teacher version of the cute little um, like far side comics that get put up in the math teacher's <laughs> corner. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, they 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 wake up, um, and. Rincewind snatches the iconograph before um, Two Flower can look at the nightmare picture that got made. Yes, he's like, mm, "Can't have that. Don't need that." He, there is a really good line where Rincewind is thinking about uh, Two Flower showing his camp his pictures around and being like, "And here's where the part where I'm being chased by a thousand demons." <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's you threatening us 20 minutes ago and here's you threatening us 10 minutes ago and here's you threatening us 30 seconds ago yeah it's so good it's very good they have they have a moment when the luggage shows up again in the living worlds and it's like oh you made it cool and then like they just start fighting each other again yeah rinswin's like hey there little buddy clock snap he's like yep there we go ah uh, back to normal okay all right um, but yeah, they're all off again, and uh, Bethan is coming along in case Cohen needs some fucking liniment. <laughs> right, she's <laughs> like pictures. she's his like nurse. Uh, and th- th- like Cohen has does the lines like, "Man, she's so beautiful. If I were only twenty years younger, <laughs> I'd be fucking seventy, goddamn." I'd be sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, there's a couple, a little part here where he goes over like his taste in woman over the years or whatever mm-hmm. and it's basically like oh yeah like I, i've outgrown her type like <laughs> 40 years ago oh and two flowers like really excited he's like yes. oh my god i can't believe i'm hanging around with kohan the barbarian i've and read all of your comics are you fucking <laughs> kidding me i've seen all your movies and <laughs> Rince one's like Cohen's like it's okay like just let him like let him talk it's fine he doesn't do any Cohen's liking it (laughs) yeah Cohen's liking it a lot he's like "Mm, those eyes can see fifty years in the past I like his eyes yeah at at first he's like he's like kind of thinks Two Flyer's an idiot and then Rince one's like yeah he's this is just how he sees the world he's kind of stupid and then like but Cohen looks like charmed by it because he's all nostalgic about Cohen's adventures yeah like it's nice. Yeah, it's cute. And yeah, this is and the luggage is following them just like no one's asking its opinion on Two Flowers' eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rude. 
Um, and that's where we stopped reading. Yeah. Yeah. That's all it's right. It's a good bit. This was a really yeah. good bit. I liked this a lot more than the first part. Like, mm-hmm. the first part kind of dragged for me. I don't know. Except for the druids. <laughs> I will say, I accidentally forgot where we're supposed to stop, so I kept reading ahead. I'll just say, it gets better. <laughs> yeah. Good. It gets even better. I was like, yeah, man, this slaps. This looks good. Man, Discworld's good. Who thought? <laughs> yeah, Discworld's even these are the these are the quote unquote bad books. Discworld's good. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> love the druids. Uh love the wizards having business love meetings. Funny wizards. Uh love death trying to learn how to play a fucking card. That's game. great. That's great. That's what I came here for. Like That's yeah. every death book, so I'm very excited. You're to really gonna enjoy the death books. Oh my uh, god. I already knew I would enjoy the death book. Death, <laughs> Death's kind of a homebody, it turns out. Re- Reaper Man is death is fired and has to learn how to accept a retirement. Oh shit. Damn. Hell yeah. Also the wizards do some funny stuff. Basic if there's a half the wizard novels are mainly death novels, which I really like. Cool. And every time they just summon him, he's like, oh, come on, R- really? Like yeah. really? Today? <laughs> I'm busy. Uh, but yeah, yeah. honestly, I really liked reading this. Yeah, this was great. I, yeah, I had fun. It went by really quick, actually, because I, I was just reading it, like, today, and yeah. I went right through it, and I was like, oh, that was good. Yeah, when you took your fucking nap and woke up at three, I'm like, okay, Mark, you gotta read the fucking book now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holly, have you picked a, a selection for next week? When are we stopping at next I week? I have. Um, so, by my, by, by uh, my selection, it is... At the bottom of page 208, uh, there's a nice little line break. The line is, at this point, Rincewind groaned. He was about to wake up. Fucked up, it was all a dream. So that is 71 pages from where we stopped. Lovely. Cool. Okay. Just because I know you're going in like a collected volume. I mean, I I am free to figure this out on my own time. All right. Um. So, uh, until next time. Uh, Don't we I've do plugs? Holly- yeah, we gotta do plugs. Right, yes, we do. Fuck. Jesus. Uh, Jess, where could... <laughs> um, <laughs> as always, you can find me at Several Bad Puns on Twitter. You can find the show at The Disc Course, because, I don't know, somebody told me I had to make a Twitter for this show. Um, the Disc Hyphen <laughs> No, there's no hyphen. Oh, wait. Uh, oh, God, oh, Holly. I didn't put a hyphen in this one. We are not We are not the Froth Podcast. <laughs> well, that has no hyphen. It's true. That one had no hyphen, but now I got their Twitter because uh, I didn't put nice. a hyphen in it. So if they want it, uh, come talk to me. Um, you can also find the other show I do about the Twilight Zone at the Spooky Spot. Julie, where can we find you? All right, you can find me on Twitter at GatsbyLow, L-O-W. Uh, lost account, as usual, if you've listened to previous episodes of this, uh, personal reasons and such. Just shoot me a request. I will probably let it through as long as I can find it amidst the spam. Um, and also you can find me on Instagram at DL Hobbies, where me and my partner just post a bunch of Warhammer crap. Um, Mark, where can we find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at Avengifier, A-V-E-N-G-I-F-I-E-R. Um, I'm going to be posting some art soon. I've been working on stuff and basically just complaining about videos game. Mm. Videos game. Curse you, videos game. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at ChumPersonable. Um, and my other podcast I do with Mark and Jess called uh, Lupin Lottery, where we watch every episode of Lupin the Third in a completely random order, predetermined by computer. I did some Lupin math earlier today, and we will be hitting the halfway point 
um, on October 22nd, which is two years, 11 months, and one week since we started. Hooray! And that's not <laughs> counting the movies. Mm-hmm. God. Um, you can also find my Patreon, patreon.com slash hollybriley. Uh, if you give me a dollar, you can listen to episodes of Lupin Lottery early. Hell yeah. Um, and that is it. Um, so, uh, until next time, a few hours and a hundred years from now, this has been the Discourse. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye. 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 Love to forget how to do the outro every time. Always at 200%, Holly. How dare you? I've never been less than 200%.